Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Good morning, Alan. How are you? I'm Grand Paul. How are you? That's the question. And you're coming. You're coming to visit us again soon, are you? I am. I'm coming to the Wexford uh, Opera House on the eighth of April, the Saturday before Easter. What have you got in store for us, Paul? Well, I have uh, a, a whole bunch of songs from right throughout my career. Uh, from the Trab days in the 70s through to my most recent album and called Maybe So. <laughs> and uh, I'm very much looking forward to playing in that wonderful concert hall. Uh, you're going to be curious to know, I asked the listeners to do a poll of the favourite song. What song do you think the listeners went for, Paul, as a matter of interest? <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Come on, have a guess, have a guess. All right, say Crazy Dreams. Spot on. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on, and I have it lined up to play after our chat. How did you know that? Is that because I would have thought maybe the island or one of the other songs that you've, you know, Hard Station? I mean, I have all most of your albums at home. I won't say all of them because you give out to me. But if I, I should have all of them, but I have a good few of them at home. But uh, cra- Crazy Dream, why is Crazy Dream so popular? Well, I suppose the, the name is in my head because I just put out my auto, autobiography there at Christmas last, uh, and I called that Crazy Dreams. So that's kind of uh, at the forefront of my mind at the moment. And, yeah, but I've, I've always been aware that people f- found something in that song that, that they could relate to. And I was very happy that that was the case. So let's look at what you're currently up to. You talked about uh, what you've just written, what you've just penned, but I, I, I presume you're still as prolific as ever because I'm one of the few people, I suppose, been lucky enough to see. I did a piece years ago with you for Nationwide and you invited me along to where you actually record and where you actually create. Are you still <laughs> very creative? Well, yes. Uh, I mean, I probably have slowed down a bit, you know, because there's other things that, that um, you know, take up my attention and time. Like, you know, I'm really getting into family a lot you know we have grandchildren and uh, that's a, a very happy part of my life uh, there's more to live in of course than just work and and uh, so uh, but I like to balance it out as, as well as I can and I'm and I'm getting ready now to do some gigs around Ireland and looking forward to it I know you have a, a, a tradition, a, a bedrock in traditional music as well. I'm sure you're, it's not lost in you that Wexford has secured the FLA for 2024. Um, so, I mean, have, well, you, mem- I have you memories I of a, a young gas you're playing? Well, no, I've just told you. Uh, <laughs> have you memories of playing the FLA as a young traditional musician, Paul? Well, I, I think the first, the first FLA I was at was in Enniscorthy and... Uh, 1967, I think. <laughs> so it goes back that far, and uh, it's always a very special thing, the, the FLA, whether it's a, uh, a, 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 a national one or, or a local county one, you know, it's, it's just a great gathering of people, yeah. And going back, and I mean, you, you could roll off all the musicians you perform with, but just sticking in the traditional genre for a moment, what are your what are your high spots? What are your highlights from it? What do you remember with fondness? Well, I think the record I, I made, the records I made with uh, Tommy Peebles uh, and Matt Malloy uh, in the late seventies uh, stand out in my head. Um, also. Uh, Records I made with Andy McGann uh, and Paddy Reynolds in New York back in the 70s too. Those two guys were stalwarts of the Irish-American music scene for decades. 
that stands out in my mind. Uh, and of course, like the the album uh, I made with Andy Irvine. Uh, in, which we called Andy Irvin and Paul Brady. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, my own solo album back in the 70s, uh, Welcome Here, Kind Stranger. Uh, you're playing the National Opera House on Saturday the 8th of April. There are still some tickets available from the National Opera House, but they're flying out the door. And every given day, there's some wonderful event taking place in the National Opera House. It really has become one of the most popular venues in the country, Paul. Uh, and I'm sure that's not lost on you either. I'm not surprised because it's a beautiful room to play, you know, and it's very well run. And uh, Wexford's a lovely town. I have a little message from Peter Kelly, who's a regular listener. He's in Rathaspic. He says he knows a friend of a friend. He says, could you say hello to Paul for me, please? I'm a friend of his co-writer, John O'Kane, who I knew in London. Small world, isn't it? It's a small world indeed. And and, uh, I haven't been in touch with John O'Kane for a while. I must get back to him. Um, He co-wrote the song, I Will Be There, which Mary Black covered and Eric Clapton covered. So uh, it'd be nice to talk to John again. Um... I was watching a documentary in the Bee Gees. I'm not saying that you're now going to be compared with the Bee Gees, Paul, but one thing I noticed is that they, in their latter career, almost enjoyed as much writing for other artists as actually performing themselves, and they got a great kick out of it. Like, uh, when I list off some of the names, Tina Turner, Cher, Carol King, Art Garfunkel, Bonnie Ray, Joe Cocker, Cliff Richard, Trisha Yearwood, and Phil <laughs> Collins, they have all one thing in common. They've written, or sorry, they've performed a Paul Brady song. Well, yeah, that's true. And uh, the most recent one was, of course, uh, Jimmy Buffett, who might not be a household name in this country, but he's uh, a big star in America, and he recorded three songs of mine on his most recent album. Um, And so uh, it's great when other people uh, admire your songs enough to want to express them themselves. What's left for you? What do you want to do? Is there still something there that you you, you want to reach out and touch and, uh, and, and achieve? I'm not hugely ambitious to to broaden my uh, reach or anything like that at the moment. You know, I'm I'm very uh, happy to be still healthy and able to sing and do it. Uh, you know, I'm no spring chicken anymore, <laughs> and to, to have the strength to to entertain people is is a wonderful gift, and I'm very appreciative of it. First time I caught you live was in the Table Hotel many years ago. It was a full-on show. I really enjoyed it. I'm sure the people of Wexford are going to enjoy it and beyond. The wonderful setting of the National Opera House. I want to play Crazy Dreams now, Paul. Do you want to introduce it first, please, the background to how you created the song? Well, this is a song which I wrote uh, in the late 70s uh, and was on my first album, Hard Station. Uh, A song that everybody at some stage must uh, relate to in their lives when you're sort of living your life to dream somebody else's dreams that aren't yours. And I think none of us like doing that, and that's what the song's about. Thank you, Paul. Lovely to talk to you. Enjoy your visit to Wexford on April the 8th. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.